Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Really interesting a new study from the Angus Reid Institute and the think tank Cardis. Uh, looking at how younger Canadians will see the state of affairs in this country, where things are going, there seems to be a big generational gulf. Interestingly, over half of Canadians under 40 perceive the legacy of the baby boomers as negative. And there's some other interesting findings here. Joining us to talk more about it, very pleased to welcome to the program here this morning, Ray Pennings, Executive Vice President at the think tank Cardus, Cardus.ca, C-A-R-D-U-S. Ray, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, there's a lot here, and it's some interesting uh, findings, some interesting differences uh, generational in Canada. What stands out to you about this? Well, I think you, you, you let off in terms of the, the stark difference between leaders who are under 40 and uh, those who are over 40. And I, we, this is a poll of over 4,000 leaders, so I'll use the term boomers to talk about the older, even though technically the, the, the ages aren't quite there. But basically what you have is boomers who um, went through, you know, they went through the 60s, had an experiment, um, and when they look back at what they've done, they feel pretty good about themselves. They think they're leaving a pretty good legacy, and those under 40 are receiving that legacy, and um, almost half of them are saying, we're not so sure it's so good. Uh, we actually think we need to blow it up and start over. So um, build on very different foundations. Now, that's that's the easy top-line take, and you certainly can pull out numbers to support that. I... Um, I think there are a host of sub-themes that emerge out of it, which which tell of the fact of two generations that grew up in very different circumstances with a very different sense of what the common good is, uh, what it means to live together in society, and what they expect of um, of each other. Right, so where, where do they see that that legacy has gone wrong? What, what is the, the problem that needs to be fixed, as they see it? It's hard to answer that directly. There are several hints, though. First of all, we asked um, we asked all the different groups to identify top issues. And what's interesting, and within each demographic, so those in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, all the way through, climate change, whether you're a leader or whether you're in the group that's not the not so much leaders, we will call them followers for what climate change is number one right across the board. After that, there's all sorts of difference. And when I look at the difference, if you're in the older age group, when you talk about your economic priorities, you tend to talk about things like economic growth, balancing the budget, jobs. If you're under 40, when you are talking about economic uh, economic issues, you tend to be talking about inequality, affordability, housing. And I think you know, housing is probably the clearest and most practical issue that defines the difference. Uh, you know, for many, for many people, especially in our major urban centers, uh, you know, Calgary, Vancouver, um, Toronto, a very slightly per per city, but you even have those who have professional, you know, doctors, doctors, lawyers, um, people with professional degrees who are having a hard time um, by the time they graduate of university, having the down payment and being ready to enter the housing market at the ages they used to be able to. And um, there is a 
sense of a previous generation having been able to build equity through uh, real estate uh, property appreciation and making it unaffordable for many of the people to uh, sort of have the aspiration of what you know what an ordinary middle class life with home ownership and those sorts of expectations um, are even possible. And I think there's a lot of people under the age of 40 who are looking at that and say, wait a minute, that's not necess- that legacy is not necessarily one we should be totally proud of. How much of this is uh, about values and different values? I think there's a significant difference um, in that. We uh, we spend a lot, Curtis is a, is a faith-based think tank that also looks at the role of faith in public life, and we, uh, we did a lot of questioning as well in terms of where people are at. What's very interesting is those under the age of 40 are the least likely to have been entered into a formal ritual religion, Christian baptism, a Jewish bar, bar mitzvah, or the equivalent in other religions. So they are the least likely to be raised in a religious tradition. Yet, um, we asked about various religious activities. The most likely to have gone to a place of worship or to have read a religious text in the last month are people under 30. Um, So there is um, a much more positive attitude and engagement with faith. Now, we need to qualify that somewhat. There are more of them who are not religious at all. Um, but then they say they're not religious, whereas in the older generation, there was sort of this civil religion in which, you know, you check the box, you said you were a Christian, you maybe went to church once or twice a year, but it was not really a meaningful part of your life. That doesn't exist as much in the under 40 crowd. They're either religious, um, a sense of um, value, they value authenticity. They value being able to say who they are, regardless of, you know, their sense of identity, if that's, uh, you know, gender identity, religious identity, ethnic identity. They value very much of being very transparent in terms of who they are, authentic. They are searching for meaning and, um, and, and looking in various places, including religion, for it. But they're doing so in a very different way than um, the previous generation. That's really interesting. You know, you, you'd alluded to it, and, and, you know, you say it's it's almost like it's the 1960s all over again as kind of a, a starting point for some big social change or even upheaval. And, I mean, is, it, is that kind of where we're at here? Then? Well, I think, I think it is, um, although... You know, there, there are two things. One, I, I put some caution, and that is I, I think at any given age, at any given time, when you take a look at um, at values, um, there is something about an idealism in youth that works its way through as people get married, have children, and grandchildren, and phase, through different phases of life. There is something of a, a natural flow of what people think about certain public issues, and I think we, we, we probably need to temper the results a little bit. Um, you know, had we done this 10 years ago, or if we do this again 10 years from now, I don't doubt that there will always be a sense of the younger generation having some misgivings about what they've been handed. That said, the numbers are significant and much more stark uh, than they typically are in these sorts of, of polls that, that you could just explain this away by stage of life. So that would suggest um, that we are looking at a different um, sort of a mindset. But one thing I found very interesting was that younger people people are much less attached to Canada. Um, they, in terms of the choices uh, made along the way, um, and I, the, the, the exact number escapes me as, I, as I'm talking right now, but a significant number of those under 40 were quite willing to say if an economic opportunity came in another part of the world, I'd be very happy to pick up and leave Canada. Yeah. Uh, so that tells you something as well about their identity.
identity with the country and their concern about it. Very interesting. Well, more on these findings again, cardus.ca, C-A-R-D-U-S. Ray Pennings, thanks so much for joining us here. Appreciate this. Thank you so much for having me. All the best. Uh, that is Ray Pennings, Executive Vice President at the uh, think tank Cardus, cardus.ca. And so uh, some really interesting uh, differences you see between those under 40 and, and the boomers in terms of the legacy, in terms of priorities, in terms of values. So what comes of all of that? Is it social upheaval? Uh, is it just kind of part of the natural evolution of things?